Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Thank you, Dan. Oh, hi, everyone. I love our theme music. It's so much fun, and it actually gets me dancing. Hi, everyone. This is Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. I'm so excited that I'm here. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that the mics are hot and that this is all coming together and it's working. I've been joking with my friends and family saying that launching this podcast has been like having a third baby. It's been incredible, the journey so far, and I'm just so grateful for all of you for listening and supporting me. So welcome back by popular demand because the ratings were just so good on the last one with my fabulous older brother, the rock star realtor, look for him on Instagram, Tyler Bradley. Tyler, thanks for coming back. Hey, Nins. Oh, my god. This gosh. is fun. Maybe we should do this on a weekly basis. Oh, my God. Right? That would be hilarious. Can we'll you We'll get our imagine? own talk show. Oh, my god. Come gosh. on. Andy Cohen, watch yeah, out. Here we that's come. That's right. So my older brother, who's famous in his own right, my fabulous brother, I have nicknamed him on Instagram, hashtag rock star realtor. We're so happy that you came back today to talk more a little bit about the current trends in yes. real estate. Thank you because for having Because after me. This all, is fun. you really are a rock star oh, realtor. Well, thank you. I will say, I've never seen someone win so many awards in business and in real estate than you. I mean, do you have like, do you have a trophy room now or what? Like, <laughs> where funny. are you even storing all these awards you're that you're funny. getting? Where are you putting them? Well, we put them on the wall in our in our office. Oh, yes. okay. But thank you. Um, someday thank we you. might have to open a trophy room. Yes. Right. Yeah. Past two years, we got the top Berkshire Hathaway. You know, Berkshire Hathaway is the number one real estate brokerage in the United States, and we've won their Chairman Circle Diamond Award for the past two years, which is uh, given to the top half of one percent of Berkshire Hathaway oh agents gosh. throughout the United States. So right. thank you. Yeah. And this is all in Philadelphia. Yes. For those of you that might not have heard. The last podcast with my older brother, Tyler, please go back and listen, but he is in Philadelphia and that's where he works in real estate. And he's only been in real estate for five years and he's already crushing it with all these awards. Oh, thank you. So it's truly amazing. So we wanted to talk about current trends in real estate because I'm really fascinated always when I talk to Tyler on the phone about how Philadelphia's market is just so hot. I yes. can't believe how busy he is. And you know, it's hard because... Tyler and I grew up in Connecticut, and right now the market in Connecticut is is really soft, mostly, I think, because we have high taxes now. So the taxes now, which is opposite of what we had growing up here, right, yes. Tyler? People yep. actually moved to Connecticut when we were growing up here. The they moved because cheaper. the taxes were low. And now here I am at the age of 45 witnessing a complete 180. The taxes are high and people are leaving Connecticut. So what do you think is going on in Philadelphia? I know you do have a tax yes. so situation there. What's, I think what's happening in Philadelphia is are a lot of different things. Uh, first of all, the city is experiencing a complete renaissance. The city is literally being reborn. The city is literally under construction. I've never seen such growth and such development um, in, in, honestly, in my entire life, you'll drive around different neighborhoods throughout the city of Philadelphia, and it's just a construction boom. And it's very fascinating, you know, to see it all unfold. Um, I think that Philadelphia, honestly, having lived in New York City myself for 12 years, and then obviously growing up 
outside of New York City and what have you for years, you know, obviously our entire childhood, I really wholeheartedly feel like Philadelphia is becoming the new New York. And we're seeing a huge influx of New Yorkers coming to Philadelphia. And um, it's very fascinating just to, just to be part of the growth. I do mostly new construction. I do, I represent developers and builders. And I'm very, very involved. My team is very involved in all of the construction from the, literally from the ground up. We're involved in floor plans, in designing the houses, picking everything out in the house. Yeah, he picks out tile, backs, backsplash. Everything. I mean, absolutely. We do, literally do absolutely everything, but it's a, it's very fascinating and very interesting, and you really get to know people. And um, I even do my own staging because I'm mm-hmm. so type A. Uh-huh. Control so, freak. So OCD that I use other stagers uh-huh. and I don't like them. So uh-huh. my business partner and I bought all, I have about eight houses worth of staging furniture. Oh my gosh. And I literally, you know, I'll have, you know, some people that help me, mm-hmm. movers and what have you, but, you know, like just last week, I ended up spending two days staging an entire house. And yeah, but it's sold. You yeah, said so literally as soon as go. I knew I it. I guess it, that worked. Literally, and I feel like when you're involved, the way my group and I are involved in the process, um, we really, really bond with the house. And mm-hmm. I feel like staging is very, very uh, is an integral part of of the process. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I spent like literally two days in that house, like literally putting it together, so to speak. Um, a buyer bought it. Yep. And literally it's like, they're closing in two weeks. Now I've got to go move all the furniture out next week. So it's like, you know, careful what you you... didn't know you were going to be a U-Haul driver. Yeah, exactly. 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 With the Philadelphia situation though, there is a tax abatement going on there, right? And that's for new construction. So So that is driving some of this. That is back to the taxes. Exactly. So back to the taxes. Yeah. Sorry that I digress, but you know, I clearly am very passionate about what I do. (laughs) We all have a little ADD. So what happened? What uh, is happening in the city of Philadelphia is there's what's called a 10-year property tax abatement for any new construction within the city limits of Philadelphia. And Philadelphia is a very, very big city. And other and, cities may want to listen to this yes. because this could work in your city too. So what, hap- what, w- what it means is, is that the buyer will just be paying property tax for 10 years on the land value, the lot not the improvement to the lot. The improvement obviously being the structure of the house. So, you know, a lot of the new construction that I do, you know, depending on where it is and depending on what the builder paid for the lot, the taxes can be as low as, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred $800 a year for 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's so a good deal. that's a huge yeah. driving factor for A, people to build in the city of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. B, for people to move to the city of Philadelphia. And we're seeing a, you know, we're seeing actually a big trend in real estate mm-hmm. right now. Of, of new construction. Of, of new construction, but we're also seeing people staying in cities longer. You know, mm-hmm. back in, you know, the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, what have you, people, as soon as they had children, what they do? They flock to the suburbs. Yep. Well, we're seeing people now having children staying in the city, raising their kids in the city, which is a whole huge, mm-hmm. you know, which is, it's which a is, big not, shift. it's a huge, huge shift. So we're seeing, you know, young people prior to having, you know, children, obviously buying in the city, we're seeing people staying in the city once they have their children. And now we're seeing a huge influx of empty nesters who've been living in the s- suburbs for years and years and years, raising their children there, selling their bigger houses on bigger pieces of property, which they don't want to do any maintenance moving to the city. 
The other huge trend that we're seeing is it's all about walkability. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, walk to the train and walk to Maine is what we call it. Walk to Maine, walk Main to the street, train. Main Street. Yeah, basically. Yep. No like matter, a little you, town. Depending on, depending on which section yep. of the city it is, whether mm -hmm. it's Chestnut Hill. Yeah, people want that convenience, right? Absolutely. Well, look at your own life here. Yep. Like you live here and Jeff walks to the train yep. to go into Manhattan and go yep. to work. That's a huge thing. I think that, you know, years ago it was like he or she who lived furthest from town and the train was sort of like the fancy one. Mm -hmm. Now it's he or she who's closest to town and the train is the winner. Is the winner. Yeah. And I think that that's what we're seeing. Um, we that's do also so we do a lot of development in a section of uh, Philadelphia called Fishtown. Mm -hmm. Fishtown is very rapidly becoming um, the the Brooklyn of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. um, fabulous restaurants, uh, great stores. Lululemon just opened a store there. La Colombe started in mm -hmm. Fishtown, and Forbes actually just came out with an article recently calling Fishtown, Philadelphia, the hottest new neighborhood in the United States. Wow. Which is really, really unbelievable. I know this is such good news. Yeah. This is why we had to share all this yes. on the podcast. It's this is incredible really news amazing. for your town. This is. is so exciting. So let's talk a little bit about other booming markets. What yes. are some other examples that you're, that you guys are hearing about in the office of other so it's not just happening in Philadelphia. No. What are some of the other markets? I know so, you mentioned Austin, yes. Texas. So There's a few I, on your radar I represent right now. a developer who's based in San Francisco, but they have an office in Philadelphia. They are buying up a lot of properties in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. They're okay. now moving into Baltimore, Maryland. Uh -huh. um, Austin, Texas, yep. you know, just to name a few. Okay. A few that's places. interesting. Yeah. What do you think is going on with those with Detroit, Baltimore and Austin? Why do you think those are being picked? Uh, you know, I just think they've been under so undervalued for so long. Mm -hmm. Like Philadelphia was, yep. I mean, Philadelphia was like when I moved to Philadelphia 12 years ago for literally what I sold a crappy one bedroom apartment, 650 square foot, one bedroom apartment on the Upper East Side for, I bought an entire house in Chestnut. Hill, and it was a huge house. At the you know, time. so, yeah. you and I feel house. like, and I, and Philadelphia is still extremely mm -hmm. affordable, especially compared to New York. When you mm -hmm. see the New Yorkers coming in in all price levels, mm -hmm. they just can't even believe how affordable Philadelphia is and how lovely it is. Yeah. So it is really good. And people are, you know, they appreciate it. City has a lot of history, incredible old architecture. I mean, it was the capital of the United States mm -hmm. before, you know, the capital moved to Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of history, great architecture, um, you know, great parks, great restaurants. Um, do you think you know, the city museums. of Philadelphia might put you on the payroll for like the head of tourism <laughs> or something? What do you think? You're funny. No, I really, I honestly, you know, for the first couple of years that we lived there, you know, when New Yorkers are very jaded and I, I think I fell into that category and New Yorkers think that, you know, life just revolves around New York and there's no other place in the, in on, right. on the face of the planet. It is amazing, but and yeah, there's is. other places it to is. live. So. But after, you know, after it settled in with me, um, you know, I think it's it's an unbelievable city. I really, really, really love it. I think it's gorgeous. I mean, the main street of, of our little town, part, section of Philadelphia, Chestnut it's a cobblestone street. I know. I mean, it's, it's so it's cute. I love it there. It's yeah. great. It's really, really great. Yeah. And you have a son, and he loves living there, too. Yes. And he loves the Absolutely. schools there. You guys are really just loving life. We have a lot life. of different... And Amy, your fabulous sister. Yep. I mean, my fabulous sister-in-law, your exactly. wife. Amy loves it, too. And she works for a new trans plan who moved here from came from wall street you know yep. from new york and right. moved Again, to, back to that trend back right? to that trend of a yep. new yorker coming 
And uh, yeah, it's it's really really great. We I have know, it's we so have exciting. great universities. We have great uh, medical. We have a great hospitals. So mm -hmm. we have a lot of what we call meds and eds mm -hmm. is what we call them. Uh, you know, I mean, I love your lingo. Is this some of your lingo that you yeah, learn in the you know, office? Yeah, med, at the water cooler. Yeah, we've got meds and eds, and we have obviously Comcast, which yep. is a huge employer in the city of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. The new Comcast tower is absolutely spectacular. I feel like. It almost looks like a modern version of the Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. I mean, every time I look at it, I'm just in awe. Right. And, you know, obviously Comcast is growing leaps and bounds. And I recently um, had a relocation buyer who I was working with and sold the house to who moved here from Orlando, Florida because he was with Universal and then obviously moved to, you know, to Philadelphia from Comcast. And I said to him, what does this mean? What does all this, you know, Comcast and growth and what have you mean for Philadelphia? Does this mean that Philadelphia is going to become the new Hollywood? Or what does this mean? Help me sort of unfold this. And he said to me, no, Tyler, it actually means that Philadelphia is going to become the new Silicon Valley. Oh, And I, I thought, love that. wow, that is just unbelievable. So That's it's a huge news. driving like force. Obviously, we all know if you, you know, if you're familiar with it, you know, if you read the news, obviously Comcast is in negotiations for buying Fox, which was your former employer and yep. our cousin's employer. And yep. I think that that would just be unbelievable. Right. And just seeing... more thriving economy for Philadelphia. Absolutely. And more. And on top of all the things you mentioned, um, hello, you guys also won the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I mean, that was how a big huge deal. Was that for, all the, for all the Eagles fans. So not only all the things that Tyler's mentioned about Philadelphia, but then add to that a huge Super Bowl win. For the Philadelphia Eagles, I just felt like your city is just yeah is just on fire, yeah. right? We finally, I feel like we were always third string. Yes, you know, behind obviously behind New York, D.C., Boston, what have you. Yep. And now I feel like it's a it's yes. a it's a booming, booming city, and know, it's, it's very, so very exciting place to be and to be part of this evolution and um, just seeing it all unfold. And, I know, and meeting so a lot exciting. of interesting people who are moving to the area because I'm always fascinated, you know, meeting new people and talking to them, finding out. Where where they're coming from and what have you. So for everyone that no, no matter where you live right now, and you're listening to this podcast, the, I wanted to ask Tyler his advice for first time home buyers, no matter where you are, it doesn't have to be about Philadelphia. You don't have to be in Connecticut where I live, but just Tyler, what is your best advice for first time home buyers? Because I, I remember when I was buying my first house, I was a nervous wreck. We were, we had no idea. We were like a deer in headlights. So it is very stressful. And luckily you know, I could call on you now for advice. Sure. Back in the day, we used to be able to call our, call our father for advice because he was in real estate for a long time. But so now I look to you as the hashtag rockstar realtor. What is your best advice for first-time homebuyers? I think, obviously, uh, do, your, do your research, do your homework, do your due diligence. Um, I think, you know, look around. Definitely take your time looking around. I think that, um, you know... I work a lot of open houses. I think that's a great way for buyers to go and sort of casually start the search. Because it is a very stressful time, right? To, it is. To be making that kind of that kind of investment. Definitely. But I think it that, also is an exciting time. Yes. Because you know you're making an investment that will hopefully, you know, pay off in the long run. But it's also just, I, I was so excited when we got the keys to our first house. I couldn't believe it. I felt so grown up. Yeah. Um, and it's also good because, you know, it's a tax. I got, we get some tax, but we get some tax Absolutely. breaks from that too. Pride in homeowner. Of course, yes. there's pride in homeownership, which is very, yes. which is very exciting. Yeah. And it can, you know, depending on if you buy right, it can be an extremely, 
it can be extremely beneficial, mm -hmm. you know, very beneficial uh, investment. I mean, my first apartment that I bought in New York City, I made five and a half times what I paid for it. Oh, my gosh. So, is that unbelievable yeah, yeah, now yeah. looking back at <laughs> yeah, that? I mean, I wish I still had yeah, it. Yeah, I know, right? Too bad we sold uh -huh. that one. Yeah. Well, that's like our mom owning, um, our my, my, our mom's family owned a house in Santa Barbara, right? Uh, yeah, On the that, beach. that Sylvester Stallone now lives in. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for selling that in 1960. <laughs> they sold that at the wrong time. <laughs> yep. We were kind of like, wait, what happened with that? And uh -huh. why didn't we ever get to go there? Yeah. Nope, sold that one. Oh, well. So, oh, well, there goes, there goes that idea. <laughs> But anyway, the other, the last question, and before I let you go, Tyler, is, you know, what do you think when, when someone's choosing a realtor? Not everyone can be as lucky as working with Tyler Bradley, hashtag rockstar realtor. You're funny. But so when you're, when you're looking for a realtor, obviously, you know, I think of I want someone who's going to be aggressive. Yes. Who's going to really work, work for this. Yeah. You know, and obviously I'm jaded because I have you to look to and I know how much, how hard you work and how you hustle for every single one of your clients. Yes. But so what do you think people should look for when they're searching for a realtor? So I, I really am more of a listing agent at this point. You know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm more of a seller's agent and, uh, because I don't think that you can, I used to be more of a buyer agent when I first got started and now I, I have more listings and I really have to focus on that because I, I'm very, I think it's very important to represent your sellers, you know, you have to, you have to be committed to the job. So I don't believe in just putting a lockbox on the front door, putting it on the MLS and then walking away and saying, good luck with that. Yeah. And, and sort of hoping that it all works out. Absolutely not. And our father was never a fan of that either. And I learned that from him. He, he told me that, you know, if, if someone's hiring you to sell their house, your job is to sell their house. So I am present for all the showings at all my listings. And mm -hmm. I feel that that is absolutely the most important part of the job because I get the feedback firsthand. And I don't feel that I can rely on an agent bringing the buyer to know anything about mm -hmm. anything. And mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I'm, you know. And I, there could be some stuff that gets lost in translation. Absolutely. You want to hear directly I want the, the feedback, feedback firsthand. And yeah. my job is to sell the house. And especially yeah. if it's something, you know, I'm, I, you may have an agent from a different part of the city who's not familiar with that mm -hmm. neighborhood. So they don't really know you know, what's going it. on, yeah. what the restaurants are, what the schools are, mm -hmm. and what have you. So mm -hmm. I think that's a very important thing is to have, I your, know that's a huge is to have your agent be present in, mm -hmm. for the showings at your house. I think that open houses sell houses. Mm -hmm. I do about 75% of my business on Sundays. Okay. So any agent who says that open houses don't sell houses means they don't want to work on the weekend. Okay. So I think mm -hmm. that having your this agent... Is such good advice. Because there's a couple things. The first showing, believe it or not, now is online. That's actually the first showing. When someone sees your house online, that's actually considered the first showing. When they walk through the door, that's actually the second time that they've been in the house. Okay. So I think that the pictures and the online presentation, mm -hmm. very, very important. Open Instagramming, houses. Instagramming. Yeah. You know, my favorite. Absolutely. My favorite social media yeah. platform. Your visual presentation yep. is paramount. Um, being open on Sundays, very, very important. You have to be open every single Sunday. I mm -hmm. can't tell you how many how many house sales that I do originate on a Sunday? Mm -hmm. They 75 percent of them do. Fascinating, right? So it is. Okay. It's it's very interesting, no, and that's how so people good. do their shopping now. Yep. First they're online, then they go casually on a Sunday because mm -hmm. it's non-committal. Yep. And they can and, do their walkthrough. Absolutely. And if they have an agent, no pressure. They call their agent and say, "Hey, I'm you know, let's go back and see this house. Yep. What have you?" Um, but that's that's those are the two most important things. Really good online presentation having the agent present for the showings and having the house open every Sunday. Okay. 
All right, well, this advice has been invaluable. I hope all of you guys, like I have been doing, taking notes on all of Tyler's good advice, all of his good news, good advice. So Tyler, thank you so much. Absolutely. I loved listening to all of your positivity and enthusiasm for your job Absolutely. and for Philadelphia well, and, the and for buy, real estate. And the home buying process yep. can be a fun, exciting adventure. Yep. And it should be. And you almost so have, have to look at it. it. Yeah, look at have it like that. Have fun with it. It's all part of life's adventure and it's very exciting and very fun and it's, yep. it's a great great process. Okay. Don't forget to laugh, right, Tyler? <laughs> and, and make people laugh. You have to make people laugh. You I don't know if you do that no, very well. No, no. Uh -huh. All right. Well, thanks so much for being back Absolutely. on the podcast. Please come back another time. Ty Luckily for all of you, Tyler and his fabulous wife, Amy, and son, Harry, come visit me often. Yes. So we'll hope that Tyler, Amy, and Harry will be a regular regular guests on the Absolutely. podcast. And so. congratulations again, because you are a rock star. Oh, thanks, Tides. You're the best. Love you. So thank you all for listening um, to this episode of Nina's Got Good News with the fabulous older brother, Tyler Bradley. I'm so grateful for all of you. Remember, the goal of this podcast is for all of us to be inspired, to be kinder, better people, because remember, we are better together. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can always find this podcast on iTunes. And remember, when you're on iTunes, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you won't miss any episodes. And then once you subscribe, please consider rating the show and leaving a review on the show. And hopefully the reviews aren't just from my brother, Tyler, and my mother, Mary Bradley. So please consider leaving a review. I'd be so grateful for that. For now, I'm your happy host, Nina B. Clark. Remember, the B stands for Bradley, like Tyler's sister. And remember, we have an E at the end of Clark. So happy to be here. Please find me on Instagram because, as you all know, Instagram right now is my jam. So let's connect there as well. Thank you again for listening, and let's keep being awesome. Oh,